Welcome to Habits for Happiness with Lady Fuller. The path to happiness is paved with healthy habits. We spend much of our lives searching for happiness when the key we're looking for is right there inside of us. We can discover that key through habit change, which you're about to learn about. Now, here is your host, Lady Fuller. Welcome to Habits for Happiness, the show where we discuss habits you can employ in your daily life to make you happier. Here on Voice America today to talk about wonder and how we can have more wonder in our day-to-day life is my very own daughter, Annabelle Fuller. Welcome, Annabelle. Hi. And for those of you who don't already know, I am Lady Fuller, a habits and success coach who helps clients drop limiting habits and adopt healthier habits to have a happier life. So let me let you know why I chose Wonder and my daughter, Annabelle, who's nine going on 10, to discuss Wonder today. It's because all of my clients, um, when I coach them one-on-one or in groups, collectively and individually, often say that the one thing they're missing from their lives is wonder. And when I say wonder, I mean this idea of being homesick for our younger selves. See, most of us do everything in our life or have done many things in our life that we were taught that we were supposed to do. As we grew up, we were supposed to own a home. We were supposed to get a job. We were supposed to perhaps have a family and have kids. And most people feel pretty unfulfilled Like they go through their day doing all of their to-do list, but forget to notice the little things. So I wanted to bring my daughter in today because she is such a bundle of wonder, but also, you know, how do we get back to our childhood selves? How do we get back to unbridled joy? How do we get back to being present? And all of these questions are what most of my clients who I work with are seeking the answers to these questions. And interestingly, I think those answers lie oftentimes in children. So I started to talk to my child, my daughter specifically about this question, and I'll introduce my son later. He's also going to share with us. But she had some things to say that actually were so poignant. I just thought we have to do a show here on wonder and how children can teach us the art of unlearning our adult selves. So Annabelle, can you tell me the first thing that you would tell an adult who came to you and said, I want to be more like a kid. How can I be more like a kid? Um, well, like, especially with Wanda, you like um, a lot of people like think that like um, everything is planned out and stuff. And it's like not knowing what's going to happen in your future and not having everything planned out as much and more having stuff just like um, flow kind of and not having everything planned out in the world. Okay. So, but an adult would maybe say, well, I need to have everything planned out because if I don't have a schedule in my day, then I won't get anything done. What would you say to that? Um, Well, like try to get all the things you like you need to do done but the thing is stuff always changes and it's not always the way you want it to be and so what happens if stuff's not always the way you want it to be um you kind of just have to go with the flow like you can't really not 
have like wonder if you want to be more like a kin kind of but um kids are have a lot of wonder and they also have a lot of imagination yeah so tell me more about imagination so I know you specifically because I live with you you have a lot of imagination but tell us for adults that might be thinking, um, you know, I've lost access to my imagination. Tell me as a kid, like, how do you drop into your imagination? Um, well, you really want to, um, like, first you just want to, like, do something that's, like, fun because it's always, like, good to do something that's not, like, well, like walking is always good, but just like take it kind of time off. Okay. And, um, and also if you're ever going to like a party or something, let's say, and you want to like look at what you think like the house would look like and stuff. And that's a good thing of wonder because you wonder what the house looks like and your imagination brings up all these things. Like, is there a dragon living in the house? Like, <laughs> Probably not a dragon living in the house. But tell me, so, so you mentioned going out and doing something fun in order to spark imagination. So when you want to, you know, when you feel like you're in a really good imaginative state in a really good creative place, what happens for you? Does it just pop into your head? Do you get relaxed? What are you doing? Well, it's usually when I'm like wondering about something. Like I'm wondering about is this test I have going to be good or something? And then uh, I just like imagine all these things happen. And a lot of the times what happens for me is just like I'm it's like staring at a blank page and then just like all these ideas pop up in your head. Yeah. So are you in a certain place when your imagination starts or do you well, feel like it happens when you're playing? Well, it's like kind of when like I'm daydreaming or drifting off kind of like mm. I'm a lot of times when you're like, weirdly enough is when you're born when you're bored. Yeah, because okay. a lot of the times you kind of like drift off when you're bored. And the thing you want to do is like think of something that like we like really weird. And then what I do is like I'll think of one thing and then all these other things will pop into my head that are kind of related. And then it'll get to like from me thinking of clouds to me thinking of cookies. Interesting. So for adults to be more wondrous and creative and maybe more imaginative, maybe we need to be more bored and less busy. Would you agree? Well, it kind of, but it's like you really just want to take always a second in your day and kind of just like, um, like it's always good to just like what I do is I just like maybe just like look at a picture or something and that picture will make me think of a memory and then the memory will go on into all these other memories I have and then I wonder about stuff that happens in the memory memories yeah so all your memories of your 10 year old self (laughs) 
But seriously, I think, um, do you notice that adults are really busy? Um, well, speaking for me and mom, um, I mean, you're, you're not too busy because I like how you always clear time for us. But um, sometimes when you're really busy, it's when you're really busy and especially looking at computers and stuff, you kind of then you kind of also drift off in your own state and you're really focusing on work. And then when someone comes up to you, you're like, no, 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 mm -mm, not the time. Mm -mm, mm -mm." Like you kind of just like pop, like when kids are like watching the iPads or something and then like someone's like turn it off or something, they get really like mad and stuff and all these things will start happening. Yeah. So screens are not good for wonder. Well, no. And especially if you're doing work on them, because then you're all like, yeah, mostly walk is because you're really looking at it and not looking at like what your wonder and your imagination and stuff. Why do you think that um, adult that kids think about adults being so busy all the time? What do you think kids think when they're um, thinking, looking at adults, you know, constantly running around being task oriented? Um, I don't think it's like good because. Um, like the one thing, especially if you have like younger kind of children, like four, five, six kind of age, um, they have like um, the one thing I remember when I was like four or something, when my mom had all these things to do. Uh, and this was before like she cleared time for us and she had a whole schedule kind of planned out even before she actually started like this whole show and stuff. Um, she was like walking all the time. And so I remember the one thing I wanted for is her to like play with me or something. Yeah. Like it's really good for kids to like, maybe even like play Barbies or play trucks or something with your kids, because then you pop into the state, like you get more like child or like, more childish yeah and why do you think it's healthy for um, adults to play because it's not always good for adults to be looking at screens especially if it's work because then you're all like if something bad happens you're all like uh uh, uh. but when you're just playing everything kind of like pops away and you're just really focused on like your kid and you're also spending one-on-one time with them Kind of, because they think of like, kind of like Bobbies and toy trucks, like a family kind of thing. Yeah. And and do you think that when we play that maybe we're more present? Um, like we're not thinking about maybe the future or the past? Yeah. And you're not, well, and like, I know we're talking about wonder and everything, but you're not really wondering about all the bad stuff that you think could happen mm. with a head or yeah, you're thinking about like your imagination really pops into you because especially with like Bobbies and stuff, you have this whole character that you're yeah. being and it's it's like always good to do something. Also, what is a really good one is um, like get outside mainly. Yeah, so adults like need maybe, to get outside and play like kids do outside. Yeah, like... Um, I know a bunch of like dads and stuff though, like um, footballs and soccer balls and whatnot to their kids and stuff, but also 
for moms to like go outside, do like tea parties even like, and be more task oriented on fun activities for your kids and stuff, not work all the time. Yeah. Like go outside in summer, let's say, and have a picnic. Or what my mom did last year is we got food coloring. We poured into like water bowls, like cups, and um, and we filled it with water. And we went outside and we got um, what well, we got um, like oh, we, we, uh, we made water, water guns, guns. and water guns. we got water guns and we sprayed in the snow and made like snowmans and stuff. Yeah, that was in the winter. But yeah. yes, yeah, being creative. Right. Well, and it's great for the season. <laughs> yeah. And do you think that adults could solve a lot of their adult problems by playing? Yeah, because playing is more like it's kind of like for kids walk because. Oh, interesting for kids. So I just want to repeat that for listeners. So um, Annabelle saying that for mm-hmm. for kids, playing is work. Yeah. I love that. I love that concept. Yeah. It's kind of like. A lot of like your life problems, let's say like you're really mad at a friend about that they didn't whatever, like whatever, like they didn't do the right thing to send to your boss or something, whatever, or um, or like something like that. It's always better to go outside because then and like play with your kid because then you're not like thinking of those things and then you kind of have just like a fresh mind Mm. and you're not like mad you're just like okay I need to get stuff done and you also realize like playing with your kids and stuff is like way more like fun I would say Mm -hmm. like fun and also like better than walking yeah and like I know most of you like walk a lot on stuff and that's a lot of reasons why you come to my mom and stuff because like your work is all like you need to do this and you're having problems with I don't know like your um, clients or whatever (laughs) um it's always really good to have like just a fresh mindset just like clear all of the problems out of your way and just kind of. Yeah. And Annabelle, what you're saying is so, so what I hear you saying is that um, by playing, we can take ourselves out of our heads that as adults seem so trapped in sometimes and we can get into our bodies and maybe into our hearts. Yeah. Do you think that kids spend more time in their hearts than adults do? Kind of. Well, it's like, Kind of a lot of adults with like yoga and stuff. <laughs> That's true. We do do like a lot of like, like formal exercise. Mm, like they kind of like feel it in their body. Yeah, maybe. Quotation marks kind yes. of. Yeah. Like um, it's like then like, but a lot of the times they don't actually like feel it in their body. They just like feel um that like they just feel like stretching and stuff and stretching is not always the key it's good for your muscles and stuff but it's always just good to get into your like not like in your head but not in the part of your head that you're just thinking about work 
Yeah. So we're talking, when you talk about being in your head, you're talking about the imagination part of your head that most of us listening probably don't access very often. This is the right hemisphere of your brain. That's the creative center. And most of us spend a lot of time in our left side of our brain, which is sort of logical reasoning, um, you know, the sort of more analytical side. And I think children, they probably, would you agree, Annabelle, spend a lot of time in this creative side and they're constantly thinking about what could be. Well, yeah, definitely. Oh, and one more thing that's very good to do with like your kid and stuff. I know I'm talking about a lot of like kids stuff to do, but that's kind of a topic. So (laughs) Um, is like drawing is really good. Yeah, drawing's great. I think drawing's it's something anybody can do with their children at the dinner table, um, out at a restaurant rather than having iPads. Oh, and um, like what are great is there you can always get like these paper like placemats. Oh yeah, and have like colored crayons or something at the table, and while you guys when you're eating, you can just like color and you know do whatever because. It's better to like, especially when you eat and stuff, when you eat, you, you're wanting kind of to like not think about work and stuff. Because I know a lot of parents speaking from um, <laughs> experience, some experience, experience here, um, like usually talk when we're having like family dinners and stuff, when like my dad's here and stuff talk like they're, they're talking about like work and stuff and everything. And it's better to like, talk to your kids more yeah at the dinner table yeah and what's a really fun thing to do is like when you make a meal or something they get to like not in a definitely not in a bad way but like (laughs) kind of like judge your food like reality like the baking shows or something like "Mm, this is too creamy or something and then like it's really fun also for them to do because they're interacting with you and then you you get like kind of the mindset like oh, well, this is good, like, also to know for, like... For future, yeah. so the feedback. And and I think mm-hmm. you, you bring up this interesting topic. So, you know, the part of ourselves that sometimes gets deadened as an adult and why, you know, I often find clients who are interested in sort of re- reliving this sort of, or reviving, I should say, this wondrous part of themselves is they lose sort of ability to use all of their senses in new situations. So... Being at the dinner table and Annabelle, what you're saying is tasting your food and really tasting every single bit of your food and making sure that it tastes or commenting on the different tastes that you might be feeling is a way to activate wonder. Yeah. And also with that taste sense. Also, um, a lot of like adults, whether they come to my mom is like, I need more like wonder. I can't, I die like left my wonder state or whatever like I don't have any wonder anymore the thing is you do have like all this wonder it's just you never really think about like it yeah like you you can do all of this stuff but and necessarily you don't always need help like well like always try it yourself before you get help yeah. So, so what you're saying is, if I hear you correctly, is that you, we all have a part of ourselves that's wondrous, like the childhood yeah. self, it doesn't go anywhere. It grows up with us, right? Yeah. It's just that we have other parts of ourselves that mm-hmm. might get added to it that are more adults that take over that part and we can't hear it anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's always good to like, 
um, really like, cause not always, but I know some, like some people have gotten like mad at my mom and stuff for like not doing the right things or something. I don't know, but um, <laughs> this is news to me, people. Go ahead. <laughs> and, but like, the thing is like, if you want to, um, if you really want to like active that state of wonder, the best person to do it is yourself. And it's always good to have someone help you because they can really get you in this state, especially by like listening to this and stuff. But, and um, you really think by even listening to this, you really think about like, where did my wonder go? Like, do I still have my wonder? And the answer to that is like, yes, it's just sometimes you just don't, you never really think about it because you're always so busy doing doing to do's right yeah we're not we're not human doings as i like to say we're human beings right we're here to be and being is using your imagination and being creative and it's not always work and and um, to do to do's yeah yeah so so what would you say to someone that um, doesn't have children so, or might not have access to spend time with children, but does want to activate that wondrous self and might not be in a position to, to take one-on-one coaching or have a guide, how would someone that's an adult just put some play into their day? What would you suggest for them? Um, well, if we're like, uh, a good thing is always to, um, like, you always want to have, you, you always want to like um, do something that you would have done at a child, even if you don't have a kid. Okay. Give me an like, example. Um, maybe it also helps a lot when you're with friends. Yeah. So- especially. No. And not like work friends at all, because work friends, then you're just going to get into this concept <laughs> about talking about work. And then. Yeah. Well, what about like going outside? You know, someone once told me to activate our kids self skipping really helps. You can't actually skip and frown at the same time. It's actually physically impossible. <laughs> like skipping walks? No, like skipping, like skipping, like down the street, down the block. Oh, yeah. Skipping. Like skipping. Walking, skipping. Yeah. yeah um, that, you know, adults don't skip enough. Yeah. Especially like, well, yeah, you don't see like an adult skipping down the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it does make you happier, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Right? Also, you know what a good thing to do is? Is with your best friend or like a really close friend is always to like, adults don't really think of this. It's just to like hold their hand. You hold know? their hands. Yeah. So adults holding other adults' hands mm-hmm. or adults holding kids' hands. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Holding hands is not something that only a kids can do. I know. Isn't it interesting that kids hold hands like just like with their friends? Yeah. 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 I'm going to start holding more hands walking down the street with my friends and maybe <laughs> skipping while I'm holding hands. <laughs> and what about laughing? So, you know, I've read somewhere that that children laugh upwards of 200 times a day and adults laugh in the range of about 17 times a day, which is really sad considering that adults don't laugh as much. How can, you know, why do you think kids laugh so much? <laughs> um, speaking for me and my class is not kidding is only laughs i'm like <laughs> you spend your day laughing yeah if someone asked, like if one of our teachers asks a question we're just going to be laughing 
<laughs> Why do you think that kids have more access to that place? Well, it's a lot like you don't like you've been laughing a lot on the show. <laughs> See, like right now, yeah, like right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but a, like one of the things to do is always have because like do something that is funny or something or like have something that's funny like um so adults could be more funny and well like have lighter a lighter a lighter outlook perhaps on their lives or on their yes and a lot because I, i know a lot of people who like just don't don't laugh it's kind of weird but they just don't laugh and another thing that i kind of wanted to get into is being kind of like and like kind of like getting being more kind of like ticklish and with like laughing and being ticklish and stuff Ooh, adults can do tickle tickling is a good yeah one. but i know like um, my mom, she's not taking it less. I don't know why. She's not. <laughs> I am ticklish. I just don't like to be tickled. But I yeah. do think like that- a lot of like all parents, like when someone tickles them, they're like, no. And they get so mad. Yeah. As like, adults, we don't like to we, we somehow have trouble dropping into that sort of silly, silly self. Right. Yeah. That part of ourselves that laughs all day. And tickles. No, she's trying to tickle me. That's not going to work. But, but I, I do want to go to break. But I want um, really quick to just um, stick a pin in here. This idea that children laugh upwards of two hundred times a day, and children and adults laugh about seventeen times a day. And how can we laugh more throughout our day? How can we make our days lighter? And funnier because laughter does produce happiness, yeah. doesn't it? It yeah, does. Yeah, it does, right? I mean, you can't like laugh and you can laugh and cry at the same time, but mostly <laughs> us women, we can do it. We can do that. We can handle like, those emotions. I um, I like what I kind of like to do is like make like a weird face, like frown, and then um smile, but like not move my eyes or something. Yeah, so, so making faces could make you laugh. Yeah. And also, um, did you know it's in like almost impossible to when you're like crying and like really sad to just like full on smile? Yeah. Do you think that smiling can turn an attitude around? Mm-hmm. Or like to be, or to just start being like really sad in the middle of like the happiest time? Yeah. You can't do it. No, no. So, so laughter is is a key here to being have the habit of wonder right? Mm -hmm. How do we laugh more? And how do we introduce laughter into our lives? Yeah. 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 Well, thank you, Annabelle, for being here. And everybody hang tight. We're going to go to break talking about the habit of wonder and how we as adults can find and revive that childlike sense so that we can have a daily habit of wonder in our lives. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back. Bye. Want to reward clients, customers, or employees with a gift that will blow their socks off? We at International Gifting Company have your next corporate event covered. We carry 250 personalized gifts for on-site incentive events. Or we can create virtual gift boxes your employees and clients can receive at home. Contact us today for a quick and free proposal. We love to wow! Contact 
info at intlgiftingco.com or check out our webpage at intlgiftingco.com. Try out a free coaching session with your host, Lady Fuller, to learn more about her individualized and corporate coaching programs. Learn to drop bad habits and pick up healthier habits to live a healthier life. Email her at lady at happinessmba.com. That's L-A-D-Y at happinessmba.com. Or check out our coaching business at habits, the letter for happiness.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Habits for Happiness. To reach the show today, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now, back to our program. Here again is Lady Fuller. And we're back, everyone. Thanks for hanging in there. It's Lady Fuller talking today about the habit of wonder. And for those that weren't a bit with us the first half of the show, we're talking about wonder today as a place that most clients of mine in my coaching practice and most adults I know are searching for. How do we get back to that childlike sense of wonder? How do we find that part of ourselves that's kid-like? And in the first half of the show, we had my daughter, Annabelle, on, and we were talking about this concept of spending time as a child, spending time playing. And now here, I want to introduce my son, James, who's 12, who's an excellent player as well as person. And I want to ask him, um, James, can you tell me a little bit about like what's awesome about playing as a kid? What's awesome about playing as a kid is that especially with team sports is that you can like just have fun and it's like not all about competition. You can just have fun and just be a kid. Yeah. And what's cool about being a kid? Being kids fun because you don't have to stress about a lot of things when you're older and that you can, it's, you can just have fun and just be free. Be free. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when you're free and having fun, are you thinking about the future or the past? You're thinking about the moment. Yeah. You're thinking about like right now and having fun and all this. You're not thinking about like what, what's going to happen or what happened before or something like that. Do you think adults are very present? I feel like adults more focus on like the past or the future than in the moment because they're more like just because they're, they're always thinking about what to do next and what happened before, but such as kids just think about what's happening right now. Yeah. And do you think that's why kids seem a little bit happier than adults mostly? Or, or, or is that the true, true for you? It's, it's, that's why um, kids are way more happier. And because you just need to get there, out there and do activities to get yeah. So if you're so if you're an adult and you're looking to be happier and you want to get back to your childlike self, what do you suggest they do in their busy day? Um in a busy day, I would just make room for activities with friends or family, just spend time with other people 
that you, you love. Yeah. And what happens when you spend time with people you love? How does that make you feel? You feel like happy and belonged and like just that you belong to the, um, like a community. And that's why you should also join a community or like a, a group, like group, maybe yeah. somebody could. Yeah. And so I often tell my clients, you know, they say I'm on Zooms all day long. I'm in meetings all day long. And I go through their schedule with them actually sometimes. And we actually take things off their schedule. It's called decluttering the schedule. And we come up with adding things back that are super fun. And a lot of times it's hard for adults to think of what doing is fun. So what I hear you saying is maybe like joining like a club soccer team or yeah. or playing more tennis or you know, whatever it is, maybe going for a walk during lunch from 12 to one every day. And do you think being outside has something to do with playing? Yes. I feel like nature is a very big part of happiness because nature, it's not like anybody's judging you. It's not like you have to be anywhere. Nature, you just get to be yourself and just like, it's just so peaceful. Yeah, it is peaceful. What are the things that you like to do in nature that are peaceful? Um, I like to like just walk around and just like look at everything in the environment and like listen to the animals and hear the rivers and all that. Yeah. So using your senses, you know, yes. in the first half we talked about, um, Annabelle mentioned, you know, tasting your food at the dinner table, right? Using your taste sense. So what I hear you saying is you're using like sight and yeah. and you're using your sound, your listening skills in nature um, to, to really feel like what it feels like to be in nature. Yeah. 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 And it sounds pretty serene, huh? Yeah. It's like very just pleasant and like just free, free to freeing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, isn't it? And so, mm -hmm. would you suggest that adults spend more time in nature? Yes, I feel like you should do like at least 30 minutes a day in nature every day. Yeah, and that could just be like a walk down the street, right? Yeah. It doesn't have to be, you know, a full on expedition. <laughs> it doesn't have to be an expedition. Yeah, and most of us, we don't have A, have time or the resources, or, you know, we don't live in places where an expedition might even be possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, tell me, you know, um, beyond playing, tell me what you think that adults are missing out on that kids, kids, kids notice. Um, the sense of like, of having friends. Cause I feel like adults, they like see their friends, but they don't spend time. Like, hmm. like kids spend time. They do everything basically with a friend. They do school with their friends. They play soccer with a friend, just being close to your friends. Mm. And what do you think is important about being close with other people? Then you can create new relationships that can help you. If you're feeling sad, they can be there. If you're feeling like angry, they can be there. If you want to do something, they can be there. Like it just helps with everything. So it's connection. Yes. Yeah. It's important to be connected yeah, to other it's people. It's very important. Yeah. Yeah. And can you tell me, like, when, when I'm curious back to this idea of being out in nature and noticing, you know, and seeing things, what, do you think that adults don't notice things as much as kids? What do you, tell me yeah. more about that. I feel like kids just, like, everything they see around them, they just, like, like, sense everything. And then adults, like, focus on one task. And multitasking is okay, like, listening to the boards and hearing the... Um, River going by, that's okay. Or like 
it's but it's not okay to like do thing like multitask with things you don't like like let's say doing two zoom meetings at once <laughs> do you think it's possible to do two zoom meetings at once maybe if you had two different computers yeah. right but you know we're not paying attention yeah right if we're doing multitasking well in nature you don't really need to pay attention like there's mm. just so much that like it's not something you really need to pay attention to. Like, it's not like you need to focus on the river going or the birds chirping or like the leaves crinkling, right? You don't need to focus on that. You need to, you can just like be there and hear everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and if we're not worried or about multitasking, then we're just sort of in the environment without worrying about distractions. Yeah. 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 And so what would you tell an adult that told you that they don't have time for something like that? Um, I would say, like, look at your schedule, reread your schedule, because I don't know, like, people just sometimes like schedule things they don't like. Let's say you schedule every day to have lunch with some like a client every day, but you don't like them, you don't enjoy the topic or anything. Right? <laughs> I think a lot of people listening can probably relate to this one. Yeah, and like just clear out those things and add new things like walking and biking and like maybe even reading a book. Yeah, things that maybe bring you happiness. Happiness and joy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in your experience, if we had happier adults walking around, what would be different? I think we would be a more productive society. Really? Yes. Yeah. Because if if adults, like, then adults could get better sleep if they're more fo- more focused and just feet in the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, then they get better sleep that makes them better at their job, which makes the society better. Wow, that's really interesting. And and this idea of being more efficient is about like monotasking, right? Is the idea of not multitasking. It's just yeah. sort of being rather than doing. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in the yeah. first half. I think that's really important. Yeah. And so why do you think, and we talked about this before, that that kids are kids seem to lack more? Because this is a this is a topic I want people to really know about that if we can laugh more as adults. That we can free some of the tension that we carry. (laughs) It's probably because they expose themselves. Like kids expose themselves to people and things. Although like people and things that normal adults don't do. Like going to a comedian, right? You don't have a choice to, right? As a kid, you just go and you're exposed to friends that are funny. And as an adult, you're not like exposed because you don't meet these friends every single day of your life. So you think we as adults, we are too not finding newness enough. Yes. And how do you find newness? Uh, just by, by trying new things. Trying new things. And like stop doing your like repetition, repetition and just like, just wing it. Wing it. Yeah. <laughs> there are some people who are listening who might say winging it is against, against their sort of moral code that they need to have structure. But what I hear you saying is that winging it a little bit, it yeah. leaves it leaving you space. You can have to some structure, right? yeah. like brushing your teeth every day, right? That's structural. But you can also have non structure like walking walking somewhere. It's not always going to be the same. Right? If you yeah. walk in a different trail, you might see a, 
a new animal or new person walking by. Oh, I love that. And the noticing, yes. right? Yeah. So tell me how, as a kid, technology um, plays into this. Because I know, you know, I know you like your iPad and I know that I like my phone. And I, that probably does create some disconnection between you and I yeah. as a parent and a, and a child, but also disconnection from the environment around us, right? If I I'm, think um, technology is a fake happiness. It's like a drug for fake happiness. It's because... It's like it's simulation, like what it's like to be in nature, but it's not in nature. Right? Yeah. Simulating how to be with your friends, but you're not actually with your friends. Mm. So it's like kind of like artificial sweetening, right? Artificial sweetening. I love it. What a great metaphor. Um, it's because you can like artificial sweetening. It tastes like the same thing and like feels like the same thing, but it's not the same, right? It's not the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what I hear you saying is that nothing sort of is a substitute for real life experience. No, nothing, nothing. can. Oh, yeah. Can. Yeah. And so, you know, in your experience, like, what would you say sort of in conclusion here, if you have adults who really want to get back to their younger selves who felt freer, so besides making time and maybe laughing a little bit more, what would you say? I think just spending time, not spending time doing like work. I know you need to do it, but like freeing your, you have space to free out um, yourself and do th- new things. Mm, Maybe new things. walk with your family in the nature or um, go skateboarding down the street or like just with a helmet <laughs> <laughs> and or maybe like going to dinner with a friend, something new every day. Ooh, I like this concept. So maybe the habit of wonder is best supported by putting something new on your calendar every day. And that new thing doesn't need to be expensive or crazy or an expedition. It can just be like walking around the block or walking your dog to a park and maybe jumping across a river or something like that. Yeah. Trying new things. Yes. And I think what you said earlier was this idea that by being a kid and learning new things, we're also being, would you agree that we're being vulnerable? Um, yes, we, I think we all as kids. Mm -hmm. Yeah. More vulnerable, right? Because everything's new. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be open to those new things. Because like you not, you can't have a repetition as a kid because everything's new. And that's what gives us a sense of happiness. Like, oh, this is so fun. And you can find yourself as an adult knowing every single thing. But that's impossible. You can't know every single thing that has ever happened. No, right? you can't, right? Yeah. But we assume we do, which <laughs> is sort of righteous, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of arrogant and beautiful <laughs> sort of adult way, right? Yeah. yeah. I wonder what kids think about that. kids think adults you know yeah probably know less than they do Mm -hmm, because like the brain is so open to learning new things that Mm -hmm. they they just try everything because like adults might like be skeptical something or like saying they don't want to do it but kids like they're trained to just do it because they're supposed to to become an adult Yeah. And so I I do agree that as adults get older, part of their sense of wonder goes away with their sense of vulnerability. This this sense of like um, wanting to close as a way to protect themselves as adults from all the things that sort of adultsness brings with it, right? That the life Mm -hmm. can throw at them. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's interesting. And so kids have to be vulnerable. They don't have a choice. Yeah, they like have to because like they don't, then they can't become adults and they can't like become a productive member of society. Yeah. So when you're, when you become an adult, how do you plan on keeping your sense of wonder, creativity and imagination alive? Um, spending time with my friends, like keeping very close with them and, um, and like just like spending time with loved ones and like being in the moment and trying new things. Like yeah. I want to try a new thing every day that I've not t- tasted. I've not like walked the new trail. I want to like do something I haven't done before. Yeah. Because there's an endless amount of those things. Right? Yeah. Cause it yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I've also, you can find new things by finding new people, like Ooh, interesting. new friends, right. Makes new possibilities because they might know stuff that you don't know. Yeah. Right. And then you can like combine your sense of knowledge to make yours better and feel more f- like happy. Of course. And like, so when you meet someone new and you're making a new friend, what advice do you have for adults who might think that they don't have those skills to make new friends? Because, you know, I recently read an article about how to make friends as an adult, because as an adult, we're sort of pigeonholed into like our group of friends or a perceived group of friends. Well, and we're not really good at making new relationships. Well, like that. Friendship has to do with like repetition, right? You can't just like go somewhere and just be friends. You have to like, let's say you take the same tennis class every day. Like if you, do one thing every day, right? It, it doesn't need to be big. Maybe like walking to a park every day where someone was there and you meet with them and talk with them just a teeny bit every day, then you will find new things and become new friends. I like that. And so what qualities do you think you need to, like when you make a new friend, have you made it? I don't know if you've made a new friend recently. If you could tell us like, how do you go about that? Well, it's like you just introduce yourself and say hi I'm name (laughs) (laughs) I'm James and James and like just like keep talking keep the conversation going don't like Mm -hmm. say okay bye say like oh do you want to are you going to be here tomorrow oh you do you want to hike this new trail like keep the seeing each other going don't say Mm -hmm. bye and never see them again you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so maybe show interest in things yeah. that they're interested in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being, being engaged. Yeah. Right. And being, and, what about being vulnerable? Mm-hmm. That would really help. Yeah. And also like just finding new things that you both like, right. Let's let's say oysters for some reason. Like, <laughs> oysters. I don't like oysters, but shared interests, right? Yeah. Shared interests. Or things you both don't like, like mm-hmm. you and I, we don't like oysters. So we're friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's important. And um, and yeah, this has been so insightful. Anything in closing that you want people to know about kids and how kids see the world? Um, just be open to new things and trying new things. And just if you don't like something that you don't absolutely need to do in the moment, just don't do it. Yeah. So, you know, I read an article recently, I believe it's in Forbes, that the most successful people in the world say no. Mm -hmm. So it's this sort of opposite of doing new things every day, but they don't do anything they don't want to. Yeah. Yeah. And they do things that they do want to do. Well, what's the point of success if you don't have happiness? Like, 
people can argue that success is not money, it's not friends, it's happiness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what does happiness mean to you? Happiness means that you like what you're doing in the moment. Ooh, that's a good definition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a little different for all of us, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I like that. Well, thank you so much for sharing today, James. And I hope that some adults are listening and they know that their wondrous childlike self that lives inside of them, right? It's yeah. not, it doesn't go anywhere when you grow up. It's just inside of you. But I often think of it's like an atrophied muscle. Yeah. We just have to peel back the parts so of ourselves. for one last thing yeah. is spending time with kids. Okay. If you spend time with kids, they have that happiness that you may not. And if you can, like, they can rub off on you, right? Ooh, this I happiness. Yeah. Right? And if you spend time with kids, you can, like, find this happiness and how to access this happiness. Awesome. So spend more time with kids. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You guys hold happiness in your hearts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, us adults, we can learn so much from this, from this talk, but also just by spending time with kids or our childlike selves, yeah. right? Doing one thing a day new, doing things in nature and actually using all of our senses and not mm-hmm. trying to get so much darn stuff done yeah. all the time and maybe being not doing Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm Lady Fuller and I'm a habits and success coach. You can check me out on Continue the Conversation on my Facebook page at Habits for Happiness Facebook group, as well as my website, habits, the letter four, happiness.com. Send me an email at lady at happinessmba.com. I'd love to hear from you guys and I'd love to keep this conversation going about the habit of wonder, how you can do something every day to build wonder in your life. Thank you, James, so much for being here. It was a really amazing and wonderful, pun intended, conversation. And tune in next week for another riveting conversation on a habit that can change your life. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Habits for Happiness. Please join Lady Fuller for another edition of the program next Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. This week, discover how to find your new happy place.